Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you're well. So bankruptcies, corporate bankruptcies are skyrocketing right now. And Josh just gave me an article that really illustrates the problem, not just with corporations, but I think we're seeing kind of a um, the same type of problem play out with small and mid-sized businesses. And uh, let's get right into this article and you guys will see exactly what I'm referring to. So this is from the Wall Street Journal, and I'm sure those of you that are in the United States can relate to this, that that tipping in the United States right now is completely out of control. I, I mean, totally out of control. And this is someone that when I was uh, growing up, you know, I had a million jobs and a lot of those jobs, I, I was working at a golf course as an example, and most of your, well, not most, but uh, a lot of your income would come as a result of being tipped. So I've always been very happy to tip and, and, and most would say even over tip. I'm an excessive tipper. But when I go back to the United States, like I did just for Rebel Capitalists, and I go through uh, the gift shop at the hotel and I'm literally buying a water <laughs> and it's like, and I can't even go through, I can't even pay without going through the prompts on the little machine asking, you know, how much I want to tip. And then in order to not tip, you actually have to press like three or four more buttons. And I'm like, all I'm buying. I remember one time, I think actually the first time I, I saw that I was buying a water and I was buying a little bottle of hand sanitizer because <laughs> I shake so many people's hands. I'm using hand sanitizer so I don't get sick. Right. And I'm like, you, you're, you you really want me to tip you? because I'm buying hand sanitizer. I mean, th this is totally out of control. Like I'm happy to tip you if you make coffee or, or you, you provide some sort of service. I'm more than happy to tip. But if you're just a cashier, like, like where do you draw the line? And I'm sure that most of you have experienced this in your everyday life. But if we zoom out and then combine this with the corporate bankruptcies, it tells the exact same story. And that's that these margins are being squeezed. Now, it is true that you can have some huge giants on the S&P 500 and their margins are going through the roof. But if you extract those and just look at the small and mid-sized businesses, which would include a lot of these corporations, you can see how their margins are getting squeezed and you're going to see, and we're seeing a lot more failures, a lot more bankruptcies. And this is something that will most likely continue into the future. Why do I say that? Is it just because I'm being a doom and gloomer? No, let's think about this. We're, you guys saw the chart there uh, that I showed on that thumbnail. That, that was the actual corporate bankruptcies, which by the way, are as high now as they were during COVID. But keep in mind, guys, this is happening with the unemployment rate at 3.5%. And what is the Fed's number one goal right now? Basically to increase unemployment rate. So if we have bankruptcies at the same level that we saw in COVID with a 3.5% unemployment rate, what happens when unemployment goes to 5%, 6%, 7%? You see, it, it it's easy to understand what the yield curve has been predicting and why it's been predicting that will most likely have a hard landing. But let's get back into this story here specifically. So they talk about tacking on a 20% tip for a croissant is one thing. And I want to be clear, you know, if you're doing some sort of a service, I think we should be tipping those types of people. Absolutely. 
especially if you're getting great service. But here, and I just gave you that uh, personal story with the hand sanitizer and the water, but it looks like <laughs> it's getting even more extreme in some areas in the United States that I didn't even realize. So Will Fisher took the same road trip from Salt Lake City home to Spring Lake, New Jersey, two years in a row. Uh, while he didn't notice tip prompts at gas station mini-marts. <laughs> he saw them at about a dozen places or popped that popped up when he was buying power bars and chips. He says, I just wanted an energy drink, not a whole moral crisis. Yeah, it is because you feel bad, right? Like you, you want to take care of these people and you want to, you know, tip people that, but it's like where you draw the line to where you're now just tipping like the cashier at Home Depot and like what? It's it's just bananas. Here and he says he feels guilty saying no when the cashier is watching, so he tacks on an extra dollar about half the time. But this is a gas station off I eighty in the middle of nowhere, not a fancy restaurant in New York. And it is true. They go on to talk about how the point of sale technology is now just incorporating this into everything, regardless of, of what you're doing or what you're buying. Hey, guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Then they talk about from the vantage point of the business owner. This is Liz Vida, who owns Baltimore Plant Store, Dub. B. Willow says that tipping option is added to transactions during the pandemic generates about a thousand dollars every two weeks for employees, but the money she acknowledges requests aren't perfect. Aren't so think about this. You're going in to buy a plant. <laughs> you go to check out and they ask you if you want a tip. I'd say tip who? What? <laughs> she they say it feels more uncomfortable as a business owner to know people are like, why doesn't she just pay more? Yeah, I mean, th this is really uncomfortable on many different levels. But I think the moral of the story here is why are they doing it? That's what I wanted to discuss in this video. And the reason they're doing it is because their margins are getting squeezed. And they have to pay more and more and more for employees due to the fact that the government, remember, was competing for those employees with stimulus. And, and a lot of these stimulus programs are still in effect. Not that they're sending out actual checks, but they're decreasing the expense side of the average American's P&L, let's say. Uh, so they're having to pay more and more and more. Well, they're trying to raise their prices 
But at a certain point, you can't because the American consumer can't afford those higher prices. So what do you do to retain employees? This is pretty much your only option. Just guilt consumers into basically covering your additional costs for payroll. (laughs) Jeez. I mean, I, I laugh. I hate to laugh. But when it comes to stuff like this, you can either laugh or cry. And it's just... It's just so unfortunate. And they say this is the tip of the iceberg now. Uh, that And I this was really kind of blew me away. This is an online baby formula retailer. So think about this. You're, you're buying baby formula online. So no human beings are involved in the transaction. Now, it is true. Obviously, human beings are involved in the process of getting you the formula and making it. But as far as this transaction, it's just you and the website. But yet they're asking if you want to include a tip. And, you know, this is going to get worse before it gets But Actually, I, 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 I take that back. It might get a lot better from a standpoint of if we do have a significant recession, which you guys know is my, my base case just based on the yield curve, then you're going to see unemployment go up. And if unemployment goes up, then you're going to see a lot less of this because these uh, retailers or these business owners aren't going to have to, uh, there won't be, the the labor market won't be as tight. There won't be as much competition. Therefore, you won't be always concerned about those employees leaving. Now, that's going to be a lot worse for the employees. And I'm not saying that this is on net balance a good thing. It's just when the government comes in and distorts the economy to the degree to which it has, this is this is the net result. It's the poor and middle class is going to hold the bag. They are inevitably going to have to pay the price. You know, no pun intended here. So either they're going to do that by their real wages going down, and or they're most likely going to have to do it by paying more and more and more for these items, regardless of whether the price is just higher or you're having to pay the same price but yet just add on, you know, two and three dollars whenever you're buying hand sanitizer or baby formula. So how does this play into what we're seeing right now with these corporate bankruptcies? Because it's the exact same thing, right? That uh, whether it's the a mega corporation or that mom and pop gas station on the corner on I-80 that they talked about in this story, they're, the, the, the prices they are paying for their inputs whether it's labor, whether it's anything else, this is going up. So in order to maintain those margins, or in some cases, keep in mind, these margins for a lot of these corporations, especially the small and mid-sized business, it's not like their margins are 50%, like you have on some software company. No, 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 no. These margins, like for that uh, gas station, you're talking about razor-thin margins. You're talking about 5%, maybe, maybe even lower especially if you're dealing with a lot of uh, transactions that are for consumable products such as food. So you've got razor thin margins. So you're getting squeezed. So it's like you're put into a position where you've got two choices. Either you can charge more money or you can just go out of business. But if you charge more money, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because then it lowers your overall revenue, your gross, and then it's the exact same thing. Right. So then taking this back to the corporate level, we're seeing all these input costs go up.
but they can't raise prices because the American consumer cannot afford it. So the net result is bankruptcies go up to a point now, again, I want to remind everyone, with the unemployment rate at 3.5%, bankruptcies are at the same level as they were during the depths of the Cerveza sickness, when the government literally shut down the entire economy. So take zooming back out, what do you do with your portfolio? Well, you have to realize that this tells us the probability is extremely high that those yield curves are correct, that that near-term forward spread, as an example, that the Fed used to rely on very heavily is accurate when it predicts that in 18 months, the three-month treasury yield will be a lot lower than it is today. And if that's the case, that means the economic environment that we're dealing with is not a no-landing scenario. It's not a soft-landing scenario. It is definitely a hard-landing scenario. And that's what I'm preparing for. And that's what, uh, I'm not going to give you any personal investing advice, but I think these are the types of things that you should think through. All right, guys, on that note, enjoy the rest of your day. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. We'll see you on the next video.